everybody and welcome to this week's edition of The Organist Encores with me Damon Cox at the microphone welcoming you to the very hot first week of September. If you're in the UK you'll certainly be melting right now but I hope that this week's show will uh, cool you off with some cool sounds of some of those big inferior Wurlitzers. Now, before I get too much involved in the waffle, I'd like to start off with an encore. That's an encore from a concert given by Noel Briggs at the Gaumont Manchester, complete with its four manual 14 rank Wurlitzer in 1973. Why this track? Well, recently I saw some lovely photos of Noel on Facebook playing this organ in concert, and I assume from the same event. So let's start off with the encore, his incredible version of Tiger Rag. Thank you. 
Elbrick's live in concert at the Gaumont Manchester in 1973, Tiger Rag, and going into his signature tune, Let's Make It a Party. Now, I think it's safe to say, or at least in this country, we all get a bit hung up on the fact that all Wurlitzers were huge 20 ranks or more installations in the US. Whereas, in fact, I think that it's safe to say that most of the output of the Wurlitzer factory were small instruments of 10 ranks or less. And it's only a couple of those big instruments that we all aspire to. And I think that there is a proper place for a big Wurlitzer. That's to say, in a big theatre. That's not to say that those instruments that are 20 ranks or more globally that aren't in big theatres are less so of an instrument. But I think there's something special about being in a theatre listening to a big Wurlitzer, be it an original installation or a transplant. In the UK, we had five instruments which could have been deemed as the five big Wurlitzers. We had the Paramounts in Newcastle, Leeds and Manchester. We had the Empire in Leicester Square and the Trocadero Elephant and Castle. Out of those five, I think it's safe to say that the one that uh, is held most dear to theatre organists in this country is the Paramount Odeon Manchester instrument. Here is Len Rawl at the console in 1973, just before the organ was removed, with a beautiful ballad showing those beautiful tibias written by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart, If I Could Write a Book.
I could write a book, Len Rawl at the Paramount Manchester and its form annual 20 rank Wurlitzer. Now, for many years, Len Rawl was custodian of one of those big instruments which I mentioned in that list, the Empire Leicester Square. Now, in the early days, a couple of recordings were made of the instrument, notably by Jesse Crawford, but these were all on 78 RPM. And I never thought we'd actually get to hear something of a bit more of a, I say, high-fidelity, crisp recording, until a unreleased recording of George Blackmore turned up in the collection of stuff which Nigel Ogden kindly passed on to us here. So here is the sounds of the Empire Leicester Square Wurlitzer whilst it was still in the theatre at around 1961. Sadly, the recording is in mono, but it gives you a very good impression of the impact of the organ in the theatre. It's George with two contrasts, the girls of Calcutta and try a little tenderness. Thank you. 
George Blackmore at the Empire Leicester Square, and I suspect many of you won't have heard those recordings before. And I hope it's not too long before we can enjoy the sounds of this wonderful Wurlitzer in its new home in Suffolk. Well, across the pond, there were many more big Wurlitzers in theatres. And we could uh, feature all of them if we wanted to, but we'd be here probably till Christmas. So I've just narrowed it down to three of my favourites. Uh, let's start off with an organ which isn't an original installation, and that's the Paramount Oakland, the second Wurlitzer to be put in that building. It had four manuals and 27 ranks. I think it's safe to say that two names come to mind when thinking about the Paramount Oakland, Jim Riggs and his predecessor Jim Rosevear. And it's such a shame that there's not more commercially available of Jim Rosevear playing this organ, because there must be hundreds of recordings out there of that combination. I only have one, which was recorded during the 1983 ATOS convention, and here's Jim Rosevear dancing in the dark.
brilliant combination of Jim Rosevear at the Paramount in Oakland. Now, the Shays Buffalo Wurlitzer is again an instrument which I think internationally is highly regarded. It's rather interesting because it's slightly earlier than the other crop of instruments that we've heard on the show so far. And it sounds mighty fine, especially when somebody like Lynn Larson is sat at the four-manual console. Here's Lynn to play a short selection of Harry Warren hits from 42nd Street.
Lynn Larson at Shea's Buffalo in New York with that medley of 42nd Street. Now, I know a lot of people slightly saddened when it was announced that the Chicago Theatre Wurlitzer wouldn't be ready for the most recent ATOS convention in Chicago. However, work continues to bring this mighty Wurlitzer back up to full working order, and who knows, at the next convention in Chicago, we may get an opportunity to hear it. George Wright made two incredible recordings on this instrument. Both of them were direct-to-discs. That's to say that George used no editing, no multi-tracking. Everything you heard was effectively live. And it's hard, really, to choose um, some tracks from them because they're all so excellent. But this is a ballad which I particularly like, I'll Never Smile Again.
George Wright at the Chicago Theatre and its full manual 29 rank Wurlitzer. Well, to end, we're going to take you back to the UK and to arguably the only place in the country where you can experience that big in-theatre Wurlitzer sound. There are, of course, organs which are bigger than the Troxy Wurlitzer, but none of them are in a building that was built as a theatre. The Troxy actually had a 10-rang instrument initially when it opened in 1933. However, that was removed in the 60s and over 10 years ago, probably getting on more like 15 years ago, the Cinema Organ Society uh, started to install the ex-Trocadero Elephant and Castle Wurlitzer, which was one of those ones which we mentioned early on. It's had four ranks added to it to really bring it up to a modern specification and although I'm slightly biased being involved, I do think it's a mighty fine instrument in its location there. Recently, we had that wonderful young pedal pusher Declan Poole give a concert with his interpretation of the Great American Songbook. It went down really well, and I'd love to play you the whole concert, but we've only time for just we've only time for just a short extract. So here's that master Declan Paul with three tunes written by Richard Rogers, Have You Met Miss Jones, My Romance, and The Lady is a Tramp. Thank you. 
Declan Paul live in concert at the Troxy a couple of months ago with that trio of songs written by Richard Rogers. And with talent like that, I think it's safe to say that the theatre organ is safe for a few more years to come. Well, I hope very much you've enjoyed the sounds of some of those big in-theatre Wurlitzers. And uh, I know that a lot of you really do aspire to being able to sit in a theatre um, listening to a big Wurlitzer. There are, of course, plenty of other makes and manufacturers out there, all of which are equally as good as Wurlitzer in their own unique way. And, of course, you don't need to have a big instrument to make a big sound. There's plenty of small instruments that certainly pack a punch. And after all, I think it's safe to say that many of us would rather sit at a really refined and perfectly working 6-rank Wurlitzer than a completely horrendous 60-rank Wurlitzer. But maybe that's just me. Anyway, Robert Hope Jones will be back at the microphone next week. I'm sure he'll bring you a creative and inventive theme, more so than I could ever dream up with, but uh, no doubt you'll enjoy anyway. So from me, Damon Cox, signing off saying take care and bye for now.